I'm feeling very crisp. I just got that boss baby look about me. You really? Is it because you're wearing blue? Like, <sighs> she agreed. I no. She I wasn't said, supposed to agree. I said you really don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I said, is it because you're wearing blue? So someone's Victim on blaming. the defensive today. <laughs> we should also welcome people to this podcast. <laughs> We've done it again. Oh, man. <laughs> you want to do the intro? Uh, yeah, sure. Welcome slash welcome back. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Ella. And I'm your other host, Avis. And here's the gag. Um... Well, today on Here's the Gag, we have a very special episode in the way that every episode is special. Aww. Tee hee hee. This one's called Here's the Ick. Yeah. Um, this is from the, the, the genius brain of Avis. Um, big brain? Big brain. <laughs> that forehead's not Big for brain, nothing. tiny forehead. <laughs> Hiding um, a big brain in there. I was wondering if you could possibly explain uh, to the listeners, but more specifically me, um, what the difference is between a pet peeve and an ick. I was ready to do this because I knew that our parents are the biggest listeners on this podcast. Yes, hi mom, hi And I knew that they wouldn't know what an ick was. So for me, okay, a pet peeve, I feel like can be something like a stranger anonymously does that kind of pisses you off or something that is like Mm. impartial to anyone. Mm. Um, And it's more about the action than who's doing it. Well, I feel like the ick is someone you've been attracted to and you want to like, you're like, oh, like kind of like when you're bored at work and you just like develop a work crush. Right. You're like, oh, I, I want to be interested in this person. And then they do one thing that turns you off so entirely. And a lot of the time it's kind of random, you know? Like I've seen ones yeah. where people are like, they laugh and like spit comes out or like. That, I mean, the thing is, there are endless things yeah. that I can be turned off by as I have learned. I also feel like it's always like, Certain people will do things too early where I'm like, I wish you had waited until I decided I liked you before you did something that I found mm. kind of unattractive because now I can't go past that. But I also want to say I have a lot of friend icks. Not to, mm. I mean, I have a lot of relationship well, let's, icks. Let's dish that out have because a lot I'm already feeling icks. insulted. No, 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 no. I, I mean, yeah, I have actually, now's a great time. I have a lot of things that I want to to about Let's you Let's hear it. with you. No, um, I feel like... What's uh, a friend ick? Give us an example. I feel like a friend ick is like uh, a friend who um, like invites other people to your plans mm. is a big ick for me. Because I, like sometimes I, like two people's too much. And maybe I really like the other person, but I'm like, I actually just, I don't, I didn't want to do this right now. That's interesting. Do you feel like it's specific to like day plans versus night plans, or it's like night plans, plans? I'm chill with usually like people tagging. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's, I feel like it's case by case. If we're going to the club, as we are wont to do, then I'm not gonna be like, I wanted this to be just you and me at the club. You know, like <laughs> I thought this was going to be intimate. Yeah, like that's intense and dumb. But if if we're going on like. Um, I don't know, to like, if we're going to dinner mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, can so-and-so, can so-and-so come? Or like, or 
like it becomes a group thing sometimes i'm like uh. yeah <laughs> it stresses me out which i think it does ever like i feel like that's a very general ick yeah i honestly feel like i i don't mind that so much I mind it a lot less than I used to but I will also say that I'm really bad at acknowledging when my social battery is done yeah so like I think sometimes people are really good at that and can be like okay um like I I will agree to this situation but when I'm done I'm out Mm -hmm. whereas like I will not remove myself I will like stay to the point of being like angry for no reason I feel that I also feel like there's certain people where I'm like I'm comfortable with you one-on-one yes and there's some people like i really like to have a group because yes. i feel weird that's true that's alone. true sometimes i'm grateful for a group because yeah. it diffuses tension and i do like like a group like i i feel like it's a good time i just uh sometimes i get like a little like poof, poof, yeah um especially if it's like a debriefing session and they bring a stranger i'm like am i gonna have to catch them up with like 10 years of exposition right. to get to the real debris. And it's I, it's definitely chiller now because, like, I want to have more friends. <laughs> That's no. honestly why I like it because I'm like, if they've gone through the screening of being friends with my other friends, I feel like I don't have to go through that work. I'm like, I trust their opinion. So that's probably pretty good. That's true. That's true. I just feel like sometimes things get out of proportion for me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, now this is too big and I don't want to be doing... Like, if it's like... Okay, if you're inviting, like, one other person, right. But if you're inviting, like, three other people to something, I'm going to be like... Yeah, even one other person, I feel like the dynamic is weird because you're still kind of figuring out their dynamic to their friend and your dynamic to their friend in front of them. What I'm hearing is that this doesn't apply to this ick. You're right. We've gotten distracted. We've Um, gotten distracted. No, no, no. I was just just saying, like, that's a friend ick that I have. I have a lot of friend icks, honestly. (laughs) It's good to be discerning. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, but I never, like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to yeah. like. <sighs> I developed, I, I, I noticed, like, a friend ick the other day when I was hanging out with, like, a group of people and one of them wasn't really someone I knew personally. Mm-hmm. I felt like I realized I don't like people that, I don't know, it was someone who obviously thought that they were very, like, exciting and had all these stories from these different places that they'd been, mm. but one of those people that has no interest in anyone else. Yeah, so well, that's like, on my to, like, list. Drop in. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a variation of that I is on my that. list. Yes. Um. Okay. Well, why don't you? Why don't you tell me some of your icks? Yes. Okay. <laughs> why? Yes. Some of mine are a little broad. I feel like that's a good ick of like someone who doesn't listen because you'll see that on like the first date. I think my and this okay this does apply to friends. Now I just asked yeah, it's for true. your ick no, and now it's I'm true. going in about my ick. But if no if we're having a conversation and you don't ask me a single question mm-hmm. about myself, that was this girl that I met. I fucking hate. I'm like be like that's how a conversation works. Yeah, like you don't just uh, you you don't just like spiel. I'm not going to a sermon. Literally, and people that think that you're so fascinated in their lives like people that will like yeah for like 30 minutes tell you about their dreams i'm like i am so disinterested when people start talking about their dreams i have to say unless it is really specific and weird and interesting connected to something that happened like tell me a one minute story about your dream fucking noted because i have a lot of great (laughs) dreams if you're taking out your dream journal and for like i have done that (laughs) 
Have I done that to you? I mean, I think if you're like two people that love to talk about dreams. Okay, I've definitely done that. You've to never you. done that to me. I feel like one time you mentioned a dream, and I don't mind like one minute stories about dreams because I'm like, oh, that's weird or interesting. But when people take it like all the way through, and then they're like, it connects to this mm. other dream that I had. I just feel like. Talking about dreams, you instantly kind of lose people a little bit because it's so specific to you. That's interesting. I, I haven't thought too much about that, but you're not wrong. Now I'm like concerned that all of these icks are things that I actively do. People that think that whenever you're talking about something, you're talking about them. Is your name <laughs> No, but I do actually know people like that. Like, you know, when you're like, ugh. Maybe hypersensitivity. And honestly, some of these icks are things that I do. I was going to say... I ick myself I out. I walked in here, and you bristled like a porcupine. Why? So, what do you mean? About the boss baby thing. Even <laughs> <laughs> generally, you came in here, and I was like... <laughs> I walked in here, your fur, straight up. <laughs> She's here. No, I was a little embarrassed because I was like, I should set up things before Ella gets here. And I got stuck on the password to the I computer. don't give a shit. <laughs> I was like, let's get high tech in here. <laughs> let's hack into this baby. Oh my god. Okay, one of my biggest icks. This is a small one, but it is so pervasive. I cannot get past this ick. If someone is texting me, A, I have a lot of texting icks. I do not like to have a lot of text conversations. Really? I'm if, surprised. If things start over text, I get upset. Like, I like in-person conversation. I'd honestly much rather have a phone call than like time. actually me too me too you know because like you can't convey a lot it's over quicker. text and like, people are always trying to have like deep conversations over text and i'm like you're not gonna get a lot of out of me like in person so let's not even try this yeah over like i don't want it's good know. to know i'm never gonna divulge anything to you over text i <laughs> i'm talking dating ick stop getting offended okay the crying laughing emoji that's where i draw the line okay now you're just being ageist if anyone sends me the crying laughing emoji, <laughs> you'd be surprised. It's zillennials, Gen Z, and millennials still sending these things. I'm going to start incorporating this into my daily life. Sending the crying laughing emoji to you. You will be blocked. <laughs> so many Wait, times. Wait, why? Have you never cried and laughed at the same time? <laughs> I've many times cried and laughed. I just feel like that emoji is used as a placeholder for people that don't have like a funny thing to say back. And also, I feel like a lot of men send me that emoji when they can't tell if I'm joking or not. And That's they're always good. like, I'm like, don't send me that shitty emoji. It's just for people that aren't funny and they don't have a good response. That's so good. And they're always just sending that. I'm like, babe, I'm serious. Like, don't send me that. Ugh. And as soon as they do, I'm like, instant ick. That is the biggest ick for me, honestly. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Ugh. It just, it feels like those people that like have meme accounts and they're always just like, commenting those right mm. yeah there is a certain um broadness to it i think that doesn't necessarily capture the nature of a laugh but but also i don't think there's an appropriate laugh response over text i think i would ha, rather ha, ha. have LOL. all capitals ha 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 i would rather have like the keyboard smash ha 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 i would have mm. to have all capital lol 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 i do lol lol a lot but I feel like you're good at this. It's like if I say something crazy or funny, you just respond with something crazier or funnier. That's true. So, but, so maybe you're like, talking to stupid people. I am. I think that's the problem. <laughs> I'm talking to people that aren't funny. Uh, well, that's, you know, okay, that's a big ick. Exactly. No sense of humor. We don't, we don't put this, this into the, big, the equation enough. The big ick. 
And it is so pervasive. It's a disease. It's everywhere. There are not funny people everywhere you look. You know where it gets me the most? Where? Even more than dating. Like the doctor's office. (laughs) Picture this. They're playing the Bridgerton musical piano soundtrack. Listen. If I also, they just got hit with a lawsuit. I saw that. <laughs> I saw so that. careful what you they say. They had it coming. Um, but uh, if if I go into a doctor's office and the receptionist is not doing like a little bit, giving me a little something to work with, I'm like, I'm like, oh man, what's the copay here? Like if I'm cracking some stupid. To be fair, you do crack a lot of jokes. With a lot of people. I need people to get down. You know, get down or get get out. A lot of the time, you get a good response. It, I'm upset that you, the doctor office is not a good place. I know, for and it. I'm like, this is the place where you need the levity. You mm-hmm. know, you need the, you need the. I went to the dentist recently, and um, I was like, oh, there's a lot of money because I was getting anyway, whatever. I was getting some teeth operation Cold. done. Uh, <laughs> I was getting gold plating <laughs> in my teeth, and the woman behind the desk was like, mm-hmm. and I was like, hold on, let me just call my accountant to like call my mom. <laughs> She was, and it said like mom on that, and I was like, just kidding, it's my mom. <laughs> she was so. <laughs> Did you? Unused. Were you like tough crowd? <laughs> yeah, I was like, actually, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm taking outside, and I like took it outside. But come on, that's always the most embarrassing part at the dentist's office, where they're like, how are you gonna pay? And right, like, and I'm like, I've gotta call, call my, my mommy. mommy. <laughs> up my mommy real fast. Well, the reason I was calling her was because I was like, should I pay for this before? Because I hadn't gotten it done. So I was like, should I just eat it and, you know, swallow the tooth and move on? Are like, scamming me at the dentist office? <laughs> Which, of course, they're not. But I'm like... They kind of are, though. I mean, I mean, they are in the general sense, but she wasn't like, mm, this little idiot, like, I'll charge her more per rotten tooth. They try to give you those x-rays. That's the big scam. Yeah, well, I took the... Honestly, my brain is probably melted by now by all those x-rays. I get worried about it. I'm like, there's probably a tumor up there, and y'all just aren't seeing it, but... That's me in the microwave. Ooh. I stand directly in front of it, because I'm trying to fry these ovaries off. <laughs> That's my <laughs> plan B, baby. Well, I, it's going to your brain and not your, like, pelvis, so I don't know oh. how that's working out for you. <laughs> just projecting my body like this in front yeah. of the mm-hmm. microwave. And that's where I put my laptop, too. Just right, right over your, the ovary package. Right on the cooch. Yeah. Yeah. No, above that. I think the ovaries are right around here. Right? Yeah. Well, I think your ovaries are, like, in your rib cage. <laughs> Where are the goods? <laughs> yeah. No, sometimes I do that. Sometimes I think about putting my phone here, and I'm like, oh, no, the babies. How do you know if you are infertile? I think, honestly, I think you have to take some tests. Hmm. Either that or you really try to get pregnant and you don't, and then you're like, mm, maybe See, that's up. the unfortunate thing. I'm like, is it a fail-safe thing? Wait. What? what do you mean? Try to fail. Fail to... What? Failure to launch? What's happening? <laughs> I think the microwave has... <laughs> the microwave has <laughs> in full effect. <laughs> Suddenly my brain... Okay, hit me with another ick. I really usurped oh, your okay. ick, which wasn't fair of me. I feel like all of my icks are pertaining to taste and then yes. also capability. I used to yeah. think, I was like, you're so judgmental about being mean about taste. Because I know a level of it is, you know, classist, elitist. But I am tired of someone who has no personal style, who has bad taste in movies, books, food. Someone who doesn't value what's good versus what's not good. I think what I would like to hear is 
what does this person list this person this hypothetical person's favorite book favorite movie favorite musical artist i think what upsets me the most is someone who will eat like mcdonald's and value it the same as eating like real food Mm. and like and not a matter of money but just a matter of taste someone this is my hugest ick someone who can watch a good tv show when it's good but then continue to watch it when it gets terrible that is such a huge ick to me someone who can watch like the first season or or second season of the office continue watching it to i don't even know what level it gets to 16 what level (laughs) like a video game like when like it's such an insult to watch a good show when it gets bad to me it feels like ripping something out of my soul you know because you're like all the good writers have already left everyone's just like a caricature everyone it's like making fun of they're making fun of you and you can watch that and digest it and laugh the exact same way. Disgust me. I have to agree. Honestly, that's a that's a very specific ick, but I do think it speaks to uh, complacency. Yeah, I'm like taste. it's like people that have like comfort shows and they just watch the same show. Okay, I do do that. Like we all have our like shows, you know, that you go back to, but they won't. They refuse to watch anything new. Yeah. They refuse to read anything new. Yeah. They refuse to try anything new. That's a big ick to me. Is people who can't try anything new. Also, one of my first one is picky eaters. Oh my <sighs> god, that's straight up there. Like you should have gotten weeded out in natural selection, honestly. And I know that people take this one. Like I know this is controversial. Everyone's like sensory issues. Like fair, but sensory. are you gonna go Wait, with eat, food? Like someone's. Yeah, because texture, I think, and oh. like. I mean, that is, yeah. But are you gonna meet someone's parents and order like chicken nuggets? Like, what's the story gonna be? Because I can't show you to people if you're going to the, you know. <laughs> I can't display you. Like you. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I I think there are. I'm cool with you having a preference, but if you're like only eating spaghetti, yeah, there's a conversation to be had. There. You're only having California rolls at the sushi restaurant. You're just missing out on a lot of life. I think yeah. it like maybe is like frustrating to witness because you're like, I want you to enjoy this thing. Mm-hmm. But, like actually, I wouldn't enjoy it, and I know that for a fact without even trying. Exactly, it. it's the lack of trying. Yeah, that really That's upsets tough. me. That's tough. And like having no like interest in something new or weird. Yeah. I think that's a big, like, overarching theme in my ex is someone who's not comfortable, like, trying something new. Mm-hmm. And also someone, like, as I'm sure you have this ick as well, capability. Someone who can't cook. Someone who can't fix a tire that or was, schedule an appointment. That can't was drive. Right. Can't use public transportation. I was overhearing this conversation when I was at work where this woman was, like, working at our theater. And then she was like, oh, I have to go home, like my girlfriend's visiting and she doesn't know how to use public transportation and me i'm in the background i was like what and the person she was talking to was like does she not have like google maps yeah like i know it's hard at first in the city but you can't use that as an excuse you can't have people be your babysitter yeah it is difficult but it's like there's no we have i was thinking about this on the train ride over here i was like there's so much information like i could know anything at any given moment because i have a tiny computer Mm -hmm. in my hand or even if you don't have a phone maps exist asking people still exists like there are ways to navigate um places that you don't know yeah and even if you fuck up you tried like i think that's my yeah. biggest thing is people that don't try something new yeah and rely on other people mm-hmm. yeah i one of my icks was um if you're not able to keep like anything alive Ooh. like a plant a creature yourself mm. <laughs> i mean like if you can't feed yourself like well if you yes can't, like take care of yourself 
in a way that's like I don't know actually encouraging growth and life mm-hmm. <laughs> and if I walk into your space and there's nothing green I'm automatically a hater that's me to be honest I know but you just moved in I've I have to tell you something Ellen this is my own ick is I don't love plants that much you don't have to love plants that much but you can pretend I like flowers great put some flowers in a vase I'm actually not that good at keeping you can use dried flowers (laughs) I considered that but I figured yeah okay I'll do dried flowers not fake flowers because I'll get killed if if I do do fake fake flowers flowers. my mom would disown me you will disown me everyone will kill me (laughs) I mean I mean okay I I understand that no I think that's a really good ick I just also know that it's something that I'm like trying to work on Especially every time I dox it, I'm like, you need to learn how to, like, A, put someone's needs ahead of your own big thing about doxing, and then also learn how to take care of yourself at the same time. Yeah, I think think it's a skill. But Mm -hmm. I also think, like, you don't have to have... Okay, this is just my thing about liking green. If I go into your home and there's no green, then I'm automatically like, hmm. But... But if you're keeping something alive in some other way, I think that's just as valid. You I don't just, have to change your ick. I think that's a good ick. I can see how like you go. I don't want to shame you it. as somebody who doesn't like plants. I'm actually kind of okay with the fact like that you're not, being shamed. Like I, I I understand that ick for you, and I feel like I have icks. Like we're allowed to have different tastes, you know? Yeah, you're right. I feel that, and like I can see how that could be like really clinical, like going into yeah. a space with no green. Yeah. I also this is about home. A lot of mine were about like the space that I'm walking oh, into. That's good. Because um, also, if someone invites me over, um, and I'm like walking in, I'm adjudicating everything. You're about to take your pants off, and you're like, <laughs> "No green in here." Yeah, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, not a single succulent, <laughs> not even a cactus." I gotta go. My Uber's outside. No, um, I don't like when people only rely on overhead lighting. Ooh, in this city, the overhead lighting disgusting it's very abysmal harsh and if i walk into your room and you flip on some fucking like fluorescence <laughs> that's me too <laughs> it's hateful it is, it is. get a lamp it is. <laughs> it's so hateful yesterday faith <laughs> faith like <laughs> turned on the light in my room because she doesn't know that i don't like use the light Did and you i just scream and i literally froze and i was like turn that off like what is that like something possessed me i was like that's revolt she was like oh my god i'm so sorry i was like no no no, not your fault but that's the worst thing you could have done never turn on that light (laughs) not only is that terrible but you're now terrible for having turned on borderline offensive oh my god it really gets please let's get you some lamps babe i should i should get a little lamp babes let's do a little lamp i have a lot of outlets in my room not the full oaks you have a lot of outfits? What? Outlets. Oh, outlets. Yeah, that makes more sense. I do have a lot of outfits. You do have a lot of outfits, but I don't see how that's <laughs> Unfortunately, is a fact. To the lighting situation. Anyway. That actually leads me to my next ick. People that can't dress well. Let's just talk about it. Okay. I am tired of people saying it's superficial. I'm tired of people saying that, like, oh, you only care about the outside. I think having, like, knowing your taste is so hard as it is. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, like, as young women, we're, like, bombarded with what we should think our taste should be. Like, being able to have a singular taste and knowing what you want, so attractive. That's true. It's hard to see, like, the attractiveness in someone else when they're wearing bad style, you know? That's very true. Because I see them, and I see how, you know, uncomfortable they are in their style. And I'm like, ugh. 
Yeah. You didn't take the time. I mean, I'm working on this one. Curating, curating what you want to look like is so difficult. And I also feel like it's difficult for men because they don't have any options. Or, like, they're taught that they don't have options. They actually have they all the do. options. They do. They have a lot but of options. But I think options. people are just, like, shorts or pants. Yeah. Like, short sleeve, long sleeve. And I'm like, there are so many things you could be wearing. Like, I don't know. I think the most attracted I've ever been to someone was when they wore a kilt. Ooh. And I was like, Bold. this is such a crazy... And then I was like, that's bisexual behavior. <laughs> but... <laughs> but <laughs> Nothing like a kilt. But I think it goes to, like... I don't know, thinking a little outside the box of yeah. what you're taught to wear, what you're like conditioned to put on. And it's like not like I have to be like, oh, I love that style. It honestly just has to be like, I love that you like what you're wearing. Yeah. I like that you like That's what you so look true. Like. And like if you feel like if you watch someone feel good in something, mm-hmm. it's so admirable. Like I feel like a lot of people that we went to school with, I like would I would see them walking and I'd be like, what is happening? But I liked it because yeah. they were so cool with it. You wear it like a second skin. I feel like that's when it doesn't look like costumey and to it's do also something like, crazy. Yeah, well, it's the whole thing of like you wear the clothes and the clothes don't like wear you or whatever. Oh, Coco Chanel. Have I been <laughs> doing a little bit of fashion uh, research on the YouTube, maybe. <laughs> oh, I like that. I love YouTube fashion. Okay, hit me with another ick. Um, someone who doesn't read. I actually, oh, that was mine! Really? Yeah, I, I actually got this from my aunt because my family's like big readers. She was like, I don't think anyone in this family can be with someone who doesn't read. And I used to be like, maybe. But then over time, I'm like, if they don't have the patience for reading, if they don't, if they aren't interested in stories, like. Yeah, I think there's a di- I think there's a difference because my good friend doesn't like to read. And I can't hold it against her because ultimately I'm like, I know that this is just a thing. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you just don't like to read, but she like informs herself in a lot of other ways and like makes like she she does really appreciate story. And I think there's a difference. Like I yeah. think she like likes to listen to things. Yeah, and, I don't mind if you're more yeah. audio book versus physical book. I just feel like if you're not like, maybe it's like extrovert versus introvert. I don't know. Like people that can't sit still have to be around other people and can't read a book like i just love books like it would worry me that someone isn't as interested in them what if someone was reading bad books that's a problem i faced before like colleen hoover exactly like only sally rooney i try not to be super i'm such a snob i'm I'm lying i'm like yeah but i am like i understand like sometimes i love to read a bad book a bad book in the bath that's a good nighttime experience yeah because if it falls, you're like, well. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really want this to begin with. Yeah, you're like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> or a bad book on the train, and you can just leave it there when uh, you're done. You're like, someone whoa, else wait, take this bad book. that's fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want this that's one. insane behavior. I mean, if I didn't pay for it, it's going on the train. Oh, then yeah, sure. There's been a lot of dispensable books in that sense. Um, like, I just feel like they can read the bad books as long as they know that the good books are better, you know? We should go to Greenlight. Steal all their green reserves. Shout out Greenlight. Uh, Greenlight for the free movie tickets. You guys should see Nope. A lot of people don't like Nope. I know! I think it's... You know, can I say something controversial? Yeah. I think, A, I'm not a huge horror person. Mm-hmm. So, like, my taste, I guess you shouldn't listen to it. I was thinking about that, too. I was like, well, neither of us are really horror people. I know. But I also feel like men don't like it because it's not... Like, it's subtle. You have to wait for it. You have to listen to it. Roasted and toasted. I just feel like they they want something like in their face, explained yeah. to them, boring. I they want it all like everything spelled out for them. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And also they want like 
horror in the sense that like something can't be organic and full of horror. Yeah, I feel like it's less American than a lot of like horror movies of everything being kind of graphic, overexposed, vulgar in a way. Yeah. Like it's really subtle and beautiful and doesn't have to be gross to be scary. I mean, I do think there were gross parts also. And I, I, I think, I feel like the issues that people have with it are because of the actual creature itself, which, mm. spoiler alert, but also just like skip ahead. Um, <laughs> I love when people do spoiler alerts. I mean, you see it in the trailer. You know it's like extraterrestrial. No, no, no. You know it's extraterrestrial. But I think once the thing is revealed, like what it looks like, I, I think people are like, no, that doesn't look like what I imagined. Mm-hmm. They have like, to be scary clown. Yeah, and that it looks like an organic, like, uh, like sea kind of creature. Like, not, it doesn't have, like, it's not terrifying. Like, it's kind mm-hmm. of beautiful. Unrecognizable, though. And I thought that was, like, my favorite part was the design of the monster and being like, oh, that's such a, like, that makes so much sense mm-hmm. to me. I don't know. It made a lot more sense than seeing like a demon or something yeah. that like is like vaguely humanoid in its depiction. You and know, I, I feel think like it's, it's kind of like an animal. Like it's yeah. gorgeous, but you know, it can kill you. Exactly. And it's like much to me. It's much more realistic to have it be like uh, a creature um, that's not just like motivated by like. I don't know, disaster, like, seeking, like, total vengeance or whatever. Like, it gets hungry, it moves around, it Mm -hmm. leaves. Like, all of those things make sense. And it's sensitive and emotional, too. I don't know, it's just really beautiful to look at. And I feel like you're right that there is this, like, American sensibility that, like, fear and beauty can't really go together. But I I feel like it's more effective when they do. Yeah. Like, I'm a huge X-Files fan, so I loved it Oh, I've never seen X-Files. You would love it. Shout out to my mom, who looks like Scully. Oh, which she really does. (laughs) She does. Every time I watch it, I'm like, Mommy? (laughs) 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 Is that you, Mommy? Oh, the TikTok. (laughs) Especially because she used to dye her hair kind of reddish. I honestly thought she was a redhead when I was younger. I'm a bit slow on the uptake. That's cute. And people think you're a blonde, so here we are. Because you are. (laughs) Totally natural. Don't look at my brows. (laughs) I knew a blonde girl with dark brows. Some of them exist. Not me. But they do exist. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, I, yeah. I love Nope. Yeah. It's my favorite horror movie. I thought it was even better than Get Out. Everyone should watch it. Agreed. Um, What's I, your ick? I have a taste ick also. Mm-hmm. Um, if you only listen to, like, 80s white boy music not a fan wait what's 80s boy music like if you're only listening to like i mean it's not boy music but i'm imagining a like a boy listening to this i guess which is but uh like just journey oh like a lot of journey or like a lot of um uh mm, the like clash, if you're only doing like fleetwood mac the smiths uh journey mm, like the things that we can't admit aren't good like except classic for rock <laughs> I mean, okay, some of it is good. Yeah. But if that is like the and you're like, I'm an old soul, like I just like to listen to old stuff. I'm like, that ain't it. Mm-hmm. That ain't it. That's a really good one. I I get really annoyed by it. and like like Billy Joel, like stuff that's Ugh. like classic rock. I think is so. I just think it. I think it speaks to that like idea of like limiting yourself. Like mm-hmm. I really feel like you're limiting yourself when you only listen to that kind of music and 
this is a taste thing. Like, I just don't really like that kind of yeah. those kind of tunes. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I need to listen to the chain when I'm just like going I love down. Love Fleetwood Mac. Like, I'll give you yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. I mean, there are some there are some you know great tunes, but I for some reason that era like speaks to a kind of uh, just like laziness. That's a really good specific one. I also feel like I've noticed this before, where like. I realized that a lot of men like don't listen to female artists. Yeah. Yes. That like upset me a lot. I said I, that I to someone out. once. Have Have you ever done that? Have you ever been? Like, it was actually a girl who said it to me about Ooh. her own taste. Kind of like she was a self hating woman. We were young. We were eighteen. We all hate ourselves. Right. We've all gone through pick me phases. Yeah. Um. But she was like, yeah, I don't really listen. She had a huge indie taste, which is a big thing for me. I'm like, if you can't yeah. like appreciate the greasy bop of an early 2000s song who doesn't? Who like doesn't? i don't trust you throw me a little vanessa carlton literally like, like if you can't like whatever. dance to lizzo and say it's a really good song and then you can only listen to like i don't even know what they listen to tame impala i try to like it i try to like it <laughs> yeah. i'm like yeah sure <laughs> the less you know the better but could he open his mouth and give a shit i'm tired of this like whiny indie where they like so i'm too embarrassed to be singing i don't want to be here like, like if you don't want to be here babe i don't want to be here either no one wants to be here with you <laughs> that's the thing about a good pop music like they're not embarrassed like, give me some shameless pop. Wait, so was she like, yeah, I just don't listen to female artists? She said, like, the tone of women's voices irritates her. And I was like, I'm your friend. Wait, yeah. <laughs> I have a very female voice, Wait. and I think you're hurting my feelings. Oh, my God. That is such a... There were a lot of flags at the time. And I hope she's doing well, because she was a very smart person. I just felt like that. I was like, whoa. That's tough. But someone probably told her that. Someone was probably like, oh, that's like a grating voice about a woman yeah or she like i think she was only really friends with guys in high school that seems like a hard conclusion to come to on your own yeah and especially like how could you think that about female musicians yeah i'm thinking about like nina simone like you think nina simone's voice is grating especially when you listen to the whiny boy indie music yeah shit. that is like on a pitch that only dogs can hear and i hate that shit like the electronic sound she was really into, like, Mac DeMarco. Mm. Which I'm like, it's fine, but it also feels so much like background music to me. Yeah. I cannot, for the life of me, vibe. That's such a good point about, like, if you don't have a diversity of artists in your spot. If I go to your Spotify and th- it's just all male artists. I think really? I did say this to a, a man once, and I was like, what's good? Yeah, and, <laughs> and they don't even notice. Yeah, and he was like, oh. And then he was like, you're right. Mm-hmm. And how could you? Like, I, my... Like, Spotify wrapped, I think there's one male artist on it, and it's always, like, Harry Styles. <laughs> Unfortunate. That's so funny. Yeah, I, I, I make a... I will say I'm a person who tries really hard to listen to a lot of different music, and I know not everyone does that, which is very fine. Like, it's, like, kind of time-consuming and dumb, but... Ooh, cute talk. But, Maybe. But if you're not, like, at least... <laughs> thinking a little bit about what you're consuming like books that's what music. too like what, if it's only like male authors like come on yeah, like there's a weird. lot of good male authors but also like try a little bit like you can't read anything that's not from a male perspective it's also like aren't we more of the population now literally and also more of the authors now yeah it's weird contemporary that's weird writers me. that's very strange such a big ick yeah i, I think a level of self-awareness like not having any self-awareness, which is so unfortunate because I feel like so many men are not used to self-actualization. That's why when you say anything deep to them, they're like, is this therapy? 
Like, bitch, you should hope it is. You should go. One of my icks is people over-intellectualizing my emotions to me. <laughs> you should have just, just called me out. It would save you the time. I don't think you do it, actually, that much. I. <laughs> it's true. I do it all the time, but go on. <laughs> you do. But I, I can't tell if it's my own pro- I, th- I th- It's my own thing to overcome. It, you know, it's valid. No, let's, let's hear it. I'd like to move on. <laughs> no, I want you to hear it. I think it's it actually sounds like a good one. Though it um, hurts. I think sometimes, like when I'm asked to uh, completely unpack the way I feel, I feel it less, and I feel like that's and I feel. Um, w- once I completely think about something, and I completely uh, de construct it in my brain or out loud to somebody else this is why i i kind of don't think talk therapy would really work for me even though i talk nonstop. you think text therapy would work better i think maybe text therapy maybe meme therapy mm, like if we just sent a, a little, little meme back and forth yeah um therapy meme is actually very popular or maybe just days. the laughing crying emoji Imagine if you're texting your therapist and she only replies <laughs> with that. Yeah, you're like Monday at eight. She's like, ha ha ha, but like with that emoji. I'm feeling really low today. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think sometimes it puts a greater distance between myself and the feeling, and I want to. I want to get to a place where I can feel the thing, like ride the wave, and then reflect later. I have a really hard time doing it in the moment and sometimes it makes me feel like people around me think that I'm emotionally unintelligent. I don't think anyone thinks that. Well, I'm just explaining. No, I see that. that and you have to you have to admit that this is only an ick for women because men don't ask questions. It's so true. And I mean, yeah, and that's the thing. Like if somebody if somebody is taking the time also to be like, "Well, how is that actually making you feeling?" Like I know that's the kind thing to do and sometimes I do really need it but other times I'm like actually this makes me feel like you are perceiving this is my own shit coming up but like it sometimes makes me feel as though that person perceives me as um like stunted for not being able to to uh, verbalize what's happening. So they like they assume that you haven't thought about it already. Yeah. And, like, and I'm have, like, I, I just have. don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I feel that. That's definitely true. I think I just get so flattered when someone wants to talk to me about something. I mean, like, I mean oh. me too. Me too. No, it's nice. And I mean, it's rare that it happens. So I don't even know why. A follow-up question? This isn't a real Excuse egg. me. I don't know. No, I think that's an interesting one. I think I just, I resent the idea that, like, we can't process things differently. Mm-hmm. and that there's a correct way to process, and that way is, like, out loud with somebody. Yeah, don't they know that your mother is Polish? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're just going to say it out loud? It's so true. And, I mean, we do. Like, I talk about things with my mom, but it's not. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, let's move on. Um, I'm going to go to a, less, a lot less deep. We're editing egg. that part My out. egg is stupid. I no, I like that. What's your egg? Uh, people that play games on their phone. I'm like, you are not a toddler who has just learned how to, you know, I see love things. this three-syllable toddler. Toddler? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say it again so we can cut it out so people don't think I'm stupid. <laughs> I liked it. I did a toddler. I like another toddler. Because you're just a boss baby. I, did, I don't like people that play the games. Um, 
people that play games on their phones. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to throw you off. I just would have never noticed that if you hadn't pointed I'm it so out. I'm so sorry. That could be your ick. It's me correcting I think my the way you about speak. myself is that certain things I say, I, it feels like no one's ever taught me how to speak. I went to speech therapy when I was younger, actually. I'm sorry. Largely because I didn't talk. What's your ick? People that play games on their phones. No, just like people that like can't sit in silence. Like it's on just a, like who the hell is playing a game on their phone? Dark you're like or twenty three or something. Like you're going. Yeah. So unattractive. I find that grotesque because I'm like you can't find anything to occupy your time. I think this is like the reading thing. Mm. I'm like you're yeah. on the subway. You don't have to pull out a book, but you know, listen to a podcast, listen to music stare sit in your thoughts self-actualize that's why i think that they're so bad at it is because they can't like sit in silence sit in solemn silence on a dull dark dock we glossed over it earlier but i just wanted to bring it up again um theater kid yeah uh i agree i i do feel like this is um an interesting point because our attention spans are so short and I think in, like, relationships, you're, like, asking that to not be true. <laughs> you know? Oh, you want their attention all the time. Yeah. Kinda? Like, or... I feel like it's fine if their attention's not on me. I think there's just something icky to me about a game on a phone. That's like, I'm fair. fine with video games generally because I like video games. But it's something about the phone thing. I'm like, Candy Crush? Like, <sighs> yeah. Do people still do that? I mean, that just feels so foreign to me. Ugh. I just, I see people all the time in public playing games on their phone. That's true, on the subway. I'm like, you, you don't have a hobby, babe? Oh, like Wordle? Yeah, that's fine. I'd be cool with Wordle, but like, Kim yeah. Kardashian Hollywood? Low-key a fire game. Wait, what is that? <laughs> you never played that game? No. <laughs> It'll ruin your life. Okay, I'm gonna stay far away from <laughs> Stay that. away from it. <laughs> I had to ban it. I, um, yeah, the phone games are an interesting one. I would say owning an iPad. Oh, He's 60 years old. <laughs> Which, shout out Fernando, who has an iPad. <laughs> like, I get it if you're, like, traveling a lot or, like, you're editing, maybe. Oh, maybe edit? it could be. Oh, my God. That girl's so, so hot. stunning. What oh the my fuck? God. Did you see those shoes? They were, like, sneakers, but is she coming in here? No, she's not. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> my heart stopped. Um, wow. That was, like, a model walk, too. That person was incredible looking. Yeah, Just I love that hair. I really need to get my hair cut. Yeah, we can... We can work that out. I think we can do it. I'd like to transition to our icks about ourselves. Yes. I'd like you to go first. I would love to. <laughs> I had the craziest revelation last night. Okay. It's a little stoned. We can cut this out if my mommy's going to be mad. Um, she smoked a little. I smoked time. a little weed last night, Mom. I had this revelation that I'm like, I think I'm like in love with animals, you know? Wait. Like, I think the way that I feel about animals sometimes reaches, like, a real, like, romantic love. Like, it's not sexual. It's not sexual, but it is romantic. Like, I feel like I've been in love with my dogs before. Like, it's a deep friendship, maybe. But also, like, just their sensitivity, their emotions. Like, I really connect with animals. And I've noticed that... Horse girl. I love horses. I would love a horse. Um, Like, I... Every person that I've been with, like, even in a casual way, has been like, why do you talk to me like I'm a dog? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I'm imagining Treat me you. like a dog. Keep 
on a leash. <laughs> like, it's actually true. It's the way that I've talked to my dog, if you, like, voice recorded it, the exact way that I've treated people that I've been with. Do you feel like they respond well? Sometimes they do. I think, and I honestly, that's usually, like, the green light or red light with someone. I'm like, if they feel, because some men really don't like that. You can imagine being talked to like a dog. Is this like your equivalent of baby talk? It kind of is. Like when I find someone adorable, I treat them the way I treat my dog. But when you you think about it, I I like pet their head like a dog. Like they're taller than you. I mean, it works. I can touch someone's head even if they're tall. Unless they're massive. I don't know how tall they have to be for me not to be able to reach them with my arms. You have to be looking up with Big Bird. (laughs) Sometimes. Um, Yeah, I just feel like like it is kind of an ick. Like it's like a baby voice. Like I don't necessarily use a baby voice, but if someone like listened to the way that I talk to my dog, A, I think that would be a massive ick. Like I like leave my body when I talk to my dog. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying the dumbest shit. I'm singing her little song, you know, and I feel like sometimes... (laughs) That's exactly what people I'm attracted to. So that's just kind of unfortunate. Yeah. That's kind of an unfortunate age. Well, it's tough for them, but it's fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> as an outside observer, yeah, I'm sure as that a it's third very party, fun. That's exciting. Uh, so yeah, that's a big ache of mine. I've got another. Go for it. Um, I'm the person in my house that will eat moldy things to see how bad they are. I feel like... That's less of an ick because you're kind of doing people a favor. Oh, interesting. Because the way I see it is that people are like, how could you do that? And I'm like, it's got to get done. You know, I mean, I think it's like you're sacrificing yourself for the group. I'm glad that you take that perspective. (laughs) I do too. You know, like no one else wants to eat the moldy thing. So the fact that you will. But I think it's kind of impressive. that sometimes somebody would... it might be someone's ick. Yeah. I don't know. People are very specific. I think about my it. like phobia about food waste is definitely um, could go into somebody's ick. Because I'll do a lot of things not to waste food. Mm-hmm. A lot of elaborate things. That's good. I think that's a good ick. Okay. You have no flaws. Okay, <laughs> okay go ahead. Um, I feel like one of my icks would probably be like I am terrible. I cannot not show how I'm feeling oh that's a good one like I literally for the life of me I think that's why I perform so badly on dates sometimes it's like because if you're telling me something I'm not interested in I'm not interested if you're telling me something that I don't agree with you know it I'm showing it all over my face that I'm like I think you're kind of dumb and I feel like it happens so many times where I'm like stuck in this hole where I'm like I can't be with this person right now like I have to Mm. leave I wish there was, like, an eject button on dates because I'm, like, I can tell five seconds in, like, so this funny. isn't going to work, and you're going to realize that it's not working for me. Yeah, I feel like I rarely even let it get to that point. <laughs> I wish I could just, like, I think just, like, getting up and walking out. Like, I feel like maybe I Whoa! should start that. Have you had really, like, have you had dates where you're, like, and now's the time to walk out? I haven't had anyone be, like, truly cruel to me, but one time... I remember this was like I was like 18 I was in Berlin I went on a date with this guy to a salad place which like a like why the fuck would you take me to a salad place and this is your choice oh I think I remember this keep going and it was a salad bar and I was like how gross like I have to choose my own salad it's not even like a Chipotle thing 
So I, I made my salad. He's paying for his. And I was like, I always like offer on dates, even though I would like to be paid for. I'm always, I feel uncomfortable like expecting them to pay. So I was like, oh, you don't have to pay for me. And he's like, oh, I wasn't going to. And then he just pays for his salad and sits down. Like, I think at that point I should have just left. Fucking dick. Like, I was like, wow, okay, so you don't value me at all. To buy you a salad Literally. in Berlin, which is what, like five euro? Honestly. And like to not even just like pretend that you were going to. Ugh. At least pretend. Yeah. For a salad, sir? That's tough. That's that's really tough. Mm. Also, I hate the idea that he was like, mm, going on a date with this woman. You know what she'd like to eat? Salad. You know what's weirder on that date? Like, we were walking around Berlin, and he had his mom pull up to show me his dog. And I was like, you just introduced me to both your mom and your dog on the first date. Right. How deeply uncomfortable. No, that's weird. And you won't even pay for my salad? You think this is going to go, like, for the long run? Berlin is not that small of a town. Literally. Like, it doesn't, like, your mom's just not just, like, rolling around, I you know. know? I was like, why is your, Ugh, it was so weird. It is weird. That swore me off dates for a long time. Yeah, I mean, that's a toughie. Mm-hmm. That was all around. Pretty bad. Um, but, but the central ick. Is what? I forget. Oh, my central ick is just that I can't, I think I, oh, oh. yeah, that I can't not show how I'm feeling and I can't like go along with things if I disagree. Do you think, okay, now, do you think that he knew that you were not into the date during the date? Actually, to be fair, I feel like I have a lot of people like asking for a second date when they probably should have known charming. I was not interested. You know, I just, as I was saying this, I realized my actual ick. Oh, okay. I actually have a massive ick, is that when I'm watching TV with someone, I will point out things that I don't like. I'll, like, critique it as I'm going. And I've had so many people be like, why are you doing this? This is my favorite show. I'm like, I like this show, too. Like, <laughs> that's why I'm critiquing it. <laughs> like, if you can't feel like, oh, it's weird that that plot thing doesn't make sense. Or, like, I wonder if they thought about that when yeah. they wrote the thing. Like. If you can't be like, oh, I didn't like that line. They should have said this. Yeah. I like this character. Because, like, I mean, we love TV. We're actors. We like to write. Like, we're going to be we're like, actors. that was, like, a weird thing that they did. Like, and so people that are so, like, weirdly Precious. sensitive yeah. about their things that they can't even critique it a little bit. Yeah. I hate people like that. I also think I really hate when I can't speak at all during something. Yeah. I'm a big <laughs> talker, unfortunately. If someone doesn't want to, doesn't want me to talk during something and they're like, hey, can you not? I'll be like, oh. I know. I'm like, <laughs> you want to watch it in silence? I clam up and then I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just, I don't know, like, watch this. I feel like I could just watch it alone then. Literally. Shit. Like, it's not like I'm the one, like, screaming in the movie theater, but if we're sitting in your house, like, can we talk about it? Yeah. Especially, like, there's some, or, like, guessing the next plot line. Like, I love to do that. I'm like, oh, I think that's his sister. Oh, da, da. you know, like, yeah. and if someone's like, why are you doing it? Why are you spoiling? Like, shut up. It's also, It's like, a theory. Yeah, and it's, you're together. You're experiencing something together. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I will say, I, I'm, I'm pretty good about movies, but one time, Anna and I went to see... <laughs> And I went to see Death on the Nile, the Hercule oh Poirot movie, as a joke. As Speaking a joke, of terrible books, turn to terrible movies. Okay, but we but love, that would be really fun to make fun of. So fun. And we love Hercule Poirot. Like, we love him so much. Really? I, I was in for Halloween one year. <laughs> everyone, Why? The off-brand? Everyone of... thought I was Charlie Chaplin. I was like, I'm actually Hercule Poirot. <laughs> it's better that than Hitler. <laughs> well, it was a close second. But I had spats on, so they knew. Oh. Um, She's got her spats. Not Hitler. <laughs> Never clearly. wore those spats. Also, it's a very different must mustache. Yeah, but I feel like Americans see any short mustache. They see Charlie Chaplin, they're like, oh, 
Very close to Hitler. <laughs> no, but he has a twirly, twirly mustache. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hitler had the little strip, landing strip. But didn't Charlie Chaplin's got, like, the... No, Charlie Chaplin had a similar, like... Hitler-esque. Yeah, had yeah. a Hitler-esque stash. Oh, yeah. This is a... Perot had a, the... Yeah, Perot had the... That's like, a really curly, good idea, though. Curly <laughs> like stash. So, so, obvious... I nailed it. Thanks, Mom. Um, <laughs> nailed that costume. So we went to go see that film, and we had been drinking some adult beverages and so we were a little obnoxious not like yelling but okay but no one goes to see death on the nile it doesn't want to talk and laugh it was also (laughs) a 10 o'clock showing of death on the nile i was like if you don't think in the village i was like if you don't think that people are drunk seeing death on the nile no one's like taking this seriously yeah and people were like it's gal gadot people i know going like enough champagne to fill the nile (laughs) oh I don't know if she was joking or not, she and was it not. makes me upset. God, how was, serious is that woman? Oh, it was so bad that it was like good. <laughs> it was incredible, and the way that we the whole time were like, "He's gay," because that's the whole point of Poro is that he's so gay. Um, and it would be like kiss anytime he was with like a man on screen or see that's fun like they were talking about his dead wife and we would be like beard beard yeah (laughs) beard like no but he's gay you got it wrong like (laughs) you got it wrong kenneth no he's gay and the people behind us were like stop oh damn it they were so upset everyone was so upset (laughs) at some point we had to be like okay do you have another ache of yourself um self ache do I have another? I mean, like, constant. I was thinking about this, and I was like, I'm icked every time I exist. Like, every time I do something, I'm like, God, what's wrong with you? So, that's my ick. <laughs> Self-hate is my ick. I think my ick is just, like, existing a little bit <laughs> down the street in this body in life. I think my living conditions are sometimes an ick. I thought of the Your other living day, conditions are sometimes an ick for me. When I lived for maybe two weeks without any sheets, and I just put... A sweatshirt on my bottom half my and ick, my job My ick is that that's a point of pride. Because I don't think it's actually an ick for you. I think you're like... That's true. The fact that I'm so proud of it, You're too. proud of it. Same with my, like my eating habits, eating things out of the trash. Like, I pretend that I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's so grotesque. But really, I'm like, kind of badass. I used to eat paper out of the trash. Like a okay, that's pathetic. I was in, like, first grade. I just wanted attention. I, I mean, that's the same reason I eat food out of the trash. <laughs> And they're like, she's going to be an actress. Just a sliver of attention. Uh, that Ella eating paste. She's yeah, going to be a real star. I, I don't know why I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, you can recycle this. And then I'd eat it, which is not the same as recycling. And she's been a compost girly ever since. Oh my God. Don't come between me and my compost. Um, thank, thank you, you for being for with listening. us. Thanks. <laughs> you didn't have to, and I didn't even want you to, but to thanks two, for listening. Two little babies. We'll see you next week. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Stay young, stay sexy. Thank you.